so laggy. It's so continue this first take. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode one of another another nerdy podcast. My name is Neba, and uh, joining me uh, as my recurring special guest, <laughs> as he so so dubbed himself, is Danny. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Yeah, we're just uh, sitting up here in the nerd cave that is the uh, studios for, for this podcast, and uh, we're going to be bringing you some news to do with uh, movies, pop culture, Gaming, anything that we really feel like we should be talking about. Very exciting topics, which I'm, we're very confident to talk about. Yes, and uh, so we should uh, do a quick intro of ourselves, if you don't know who I am. My name is Neva, or Anthony as my friends uh, officially know me as. But uh, I am the uh, the gaming specialist of the two of us. I uh, that, That's my baby. And uh, who are you? Like, oh, my name is Danny. Uh, uh, some oh. people might know me from Dan and Mitch. Yes. My uh, YouTube show. Yes. And I guess my specialty is a bit more movies. Yes. So we like to meet in the middle there. We've both got very similar interests, but uh, we specialize in different things. And uh, we, we like a lot of the same. Yeah, we, yeah, we There's do. There's a lot of splash over. Yeah, there is. There's a, we're, we're like we're like a Van Gogh painting. We'll chuck stuff on the wall and just oh, that's what we that's what mixes there. But uh, look, we're gonna start. Uh, we've got a kind of a little format, but uh, we'll just keep it kind of loosey goosey, keep it going. But we always like to start with, uh, with what have we been doing over the past week? And uh, Danny, what have you been watching over the past week? What have I been watching? Well, I've seen two things of interest over the last week. Two things of interest? Two things of interest. I've seen both Jungle Book and Huntsman Winter's War. Ah, both new things. Both brand new uh, cinemas. Yep. And they were, I mean, decent. They were good. Very decent. Positive experiences, I would say, both of them are. Let's let's just break it down first. Let's go Jungle Book. What did you think of that as far as... People don't know. It's practically all CGI except for the kid. Who's, except for the kid. Except it's for Mobile. It's a full, full CG film. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it mm-hmm. quite a lot. It was uh, better than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. And I came in uh, liking the original animated as well, the one from the, the 60s. So I, I enjoyed it. But Huntsman, yes. um, Winter's War as it's subtitled, didn't like it as much as I like Jungle Book. This is a se- Huntsman is a sequel, isn't Prequel it? Prequel sequel. Right, okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> right. Just to confuse you. Okay, so, so obviously, so this is the what was, I'm assuming, the lead-in to the Liam Hemsworth and... Chris Hemsworth. Was it Chris, it was was Chris Hemsworth? Hemsworth? Oh, no. It was Thor. It was Thor. Thor before he was Thor. Yeah. Okay. So the film is a bit of a prequel before um, Snow White, or Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. And then after about 20 minutes, it takes place after Snow White and the Huntsman. So it's a prequel, and then it's a sequel. Just to keep us on our Just toe. to keep you confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, when will they learn that we just... We, do we really need to have prequel sequels? Can't they just at least give us one or the other? Yeah. Or at least just give us a sequel with prequel-like flashbacks. It made me feel very smart, though, because I was paying attention and I knew what happened. So I was right. like, oh, I know what happened there. What, do you reckon there was a lot of teeny boppers going, <laughs> I don't get it, what happened? Yeah, there might have been some people who said, I'm not watching that Kristen Stewart movie. Right, okay. So, well, that was what you've been watching. I, however, on the other hand, am the Netflix warrior of the of this week. Fantastic. And uh, I've been getting into the documentaries, I Oh, excellent. I was actually watching one uh, which is recently released on uh, Netflix Australia, The Pyramid Code, oh, which actually just talk- I've seen that. talking about uh, the relationship between the um, the pyramids of yep. Giza, but not only that, the whole what's called the Band of Peace, which is that whole Egyptian area and talking just about, you know, what it relates to, like does it relate to astronomy and all yep. this stuff and very interesting. I highly recommend if you're actually on there. 
Other than that, I have been catching up on my Star Wars Clone Wars, as uh, you keep telling me that I have to do. And indeed, I'm, indeed. Two, I'm, two, I'm two seasons down, and I've got well four to go because the four, the sixth season was only released on Netflix, not yeah. released on TV. So yeah. still four to go, and then as you keep yelling at me as well, I've got to finish Star Wars Rebels. But we're working on both of those things simultaneously. At the wow, moment. that's that's impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> so documentaries, some new movies. And some Netflix. Pretty much. That's that's, the, that's really been our week. Yeah, that's been your week in terms of movies. But gaming wise, yes. let's get on. Let's get on to my specialty. What have you been? Uh, well, no, start with you. What uh, have you been playing? Well, this week actually, I haven't been playing a lot of brand new things because we'll get to this later. Um, it's not in the show notes, but we'll talk about it anyway because the Australian cha- national championships for a couple of games just happened. And we, uh, and you were there. I was there. I was there. I was a commentator for one of those titles. That title being Rocket League. So I was actually putting in a lot of my time into playing Rocket League, and we'll explain that. Uh, essentially, it is jet-powered cars playing soccer. <laughs> I think that's a perfect explanation. Of that's that. pretty much what that's, the game is. That, that, the, yeah. Three on three, three, three on three, soccer, but the cars can fly. Yep. So if you can imagine crazy cars dunking balls on each other, that's pretty much exactly that. Other than that, though, I've been playing uh, Counter Strike, which is which is my recurring, which will be my recurring theme. But I'll try and play some new ones every week. <laughs> <laughs> every week, I've still been playing Counter Strike. You've still been playing Counter Strike and still been playing Rocket League. But what about you? What have you been playing? I've also been playing a new game. I'm doing some of the new. You're doing some of the old. Quantum Break just came out on uh, Xbox. Yes, I think it was last week. Yeah, and uh, I've been playing that. How's that going? How, how's how's the game? I've, I've I really been... enjoy it. I really like the the model of breaking it up into you know a TV show type format um, with gameplay in, integrated. I, so I like how it's working. For those people who don't know what Quantum Break is, why don't you give them a quick rundown of what the actual gameplay is? Well, it's a it's mainly a story. It's a story above almost anything else that's yep. set in a um, a world where time is fractured and mm-hmm. a hero who is played by Sean Ashmore, who was Iceman from the X-Men movies, yep. can uh, control time through time bombs and speed through time, and it's a shoot-em-up. Yep. So he's uh, shooting and actioning throughout the place. and, and it, Stopping time, <laughs> running Stopping time. Yeah, yeah, so uh, of course they kind of, they did like a, one of the mocaps on his face as well, so it's kind of his... Every, every piece of dialogue um, that he says was actually mocapped. Right. Okay. Everything was mocapped. And so there's that whole game story, you know, first person shooter kind of element happening mm-hmm. throughout the game. But on top of that, there's these these little episodes throughout the story that right. are about twenty minutes long that focus on some of the second tier characters, the more villainous type characters right. and fleshes out that world as well. So it's this really enriched gaming experience that I've enjoyed a lot more than I expected to. Well, there you go, Quantum Break. I've heard I heard a couple of mixed reviews, more about the server issues on day one, but Seems like, given what you're saying, seems they have fixed fixed most of those issues. It sounds like I was playing on the Xbox as well. Uh, okay, so we can't uh, we can't talk about uh, the PlayStation here at the moment. <laughs> well, no, it's only on Xbox and PC. Are they? because oh, it was developed by Microsoft Studios, wasn't yep. it? There you go. Right. So uh, look, that's what we've been playing, and that's what we've been watching. So why don't we get into some news? What do you reckon? I think that's a great idea. Well, let's start off with the movie news this week. I reckon we can. Uh, we'll chop. We'll, we'll change it every week. What do you say about that? Yeah, we'll keep swapping. Which one goes first? Which one goes second? Or maybe one week we won't, just to keep the viewers <laughs> on their toes. Well, they won't know what's coming. <laughs> well, well, let's start with movie news, and I'll let you take the lead on this one because uh, this is this is your bread and butter right now. Yeah, this this is my jam right here. Uh, so the, the first thing I want to start with is something I know you're pretty excited about: Star Wars movies. Oh, 
That is that is exciting. <laughs> this is one thing we can all agree on. Oh, uh, absolutely. So I don't know if you've heard this, but it's Alden um, Enrique. I think that's how you say his name. Enrique. Um, Enrique. 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 Uh, he's been rumored to now be in a. Uh, um, Final talks to play Han Solo, a young Han Solo in one of the Star Wars story movies. So one of those the anthology movies. The, the anthology the, movies. See that that's interesting though because I was originally hearing that Taron Egerton, the the front runner, uh, he was the main guy in uh, Kingsman Secret Service. Which if you haven't seen, get on it now. Yeah, it's, it right honestly, now. it was the, one of my surprise movies. But I thought. He was he was front runner. He, no, he was definitely in in the running for it. There were him and I think four other actors were in the running for it. Um, but it seems like right now, at least from, um, what's coming out of Hollywood is that this Alden character has nabbed the lead, has what, um, nabbed the role. What uh, what what well, what has he done lately that um, people would have? The only thing that I think people might know him from is Hail Caesar, the new Coen Brothers. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He had a small little role in that. Uh, he was also in uh, Beautiful Creatures, which came out a few years ago as well. I um, think he's the would done it twice so simple guy, isn't he? The, the southern <laughs> that's him, isn't it? Is that him? Right. That's how. That's how I know. That's well, that's that's how I know him is the, just from that one trailer. Yeah. I haven't actually seen Hail Caesar yet, so yeah. that was me either. I'm very excited to. It, it uh, slipped right by me, unfortunately. Well, it, well, look. If only we had some kind of. Thing to get you to watch more movies so you can talk to people about it. <laughs> well, that's exciting, though. I mean, that's very interesting, of course, with the, a young Han Solo yep. should mean that, um, look, if... The, the, a, a young Chewie, which I expect will look like normal Chewie. <laughs> which, which would be, no, look, I'm excited for that either way. Yeah, so that's 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 in, that's in Star Wars news. Um, to uh, change it up a little, we'll jump into some superhero talk. Yep. Michael Keaton. Oh, Batman. Michael Keaton, yep. He's in negotiations not for a DC film, a Marvel film. Oh. Spider-Man. He's been rumoured to be connected to the villainous role in the new Spider-Man film that's coming out. Really? Yeah. Right, okay. Batman vs. Spider-Man. It's... it's (laughs) It's finally coming. 2018. Right. <laughs> 2018. It's, it's, uh, or 2017, I think, actually. Yeah. So Spider-Man Homecoming, as it's currently called. They've only just announced that as the, the standalone Spider-Man movie, which... Uh, yep, which, it's being creatively produced by Marvel Studios. So, as far as I'm aware, or at least as I understand it, Marvel Studios is making the movie... But giving publishing rights back to Sony? No, no, no. Sony are making the movie. Right. Just Kevin Feige, who's the you know head honcho, the president of uh, uh, the Marvel, Marvel yep. Entertainment. He's overseeing it all. He's controlling it. Right. So essentially, he's going, "We'll let you do." It. It's like, it's like basically, it's so- your movie, but I'll make the decisions. <laughs> <laughs> so Sony went, "Hey guys, can you help us, please? <laughs> we keep fucking this up." <laughs> Oh, look, I'll be honest, I didn't see Amazing Spider-Man 2, yeah. because I didn't really like Amazing Spider-Man 1. It was okay. It's a good reason not to it's, see the sequel. It was okay, but yeah. it just didn't get me hyped for it, and then everyone kept saying that Spider-Man 2 was just a mess. It, it, there's one way that I think you can enjoy it. Mm. It's a romantic comedy. It's a romantic comedy with Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy and a tragic ending. That's right. it. <laughs> so hold on, what you As long as you don't want to see like a big action superhero... Uh, that you would think that Spider-Man is for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, okay. great as a romantic comedy, though. <laughs> uh, okay, well, well, that gets me excited, though. Marvel, if, if Kevin Feige is in, in charge of it, then that's actually pretty exciting because, look, to be honest, Marvel's on fire lately. I think there's no other way to say it. They're pretty much 
killing it with everything. And yeah, absolutely. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is uh, amazing. But on the subject of Marvel, we'll mm. keep going with that. We'll keep, keep, keep that wheel going. Let's keep the... Yeah. Right now, Captain America Civil War is sitting at 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. But that movie... That, that, hold on. The movie doesn't come out for a month, though. You're absolutely right. Well, actually, it's about two weeks now. Well, it's actually closer to a week now. Not that uh, you're keeping in count. Not that I'm keeping, you know, <laughs> right. count of the nine days left until I see the film. But um, it was released to critics uh, much earlier than uh, most most films that are. Right. And it had a, a good uh, couple of weeks before it was released anywhere in the world. Right. And they lifted the embargo almost straight away saying, if you've got a review, let everyone know about it. And the reviews are, for the most part, incredibly positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah, it's also they're expecting the box office is currently predicted at at least one hundred and seventy five million dollars, American U- US. That's that's a lot of money. Yeah, that is a lot, and that is that's I tell you, that, that's well, you know, it's walking around change for Marvel at the moment, <laughs> like, considering that um, it's a catering bill, it's yeah, a weekly catering bill, pretty much. But I mean, that's a, that's a pretty ballsy move considering that. They've got to be very confident in Captain America, at least uh, as because this is Captain America's third film. It's not yep. it's not an Avengers movie. It yep. is his third movie, and they've got to be pretty ballsy to say, you know what, we'll release it a month early, and we're so confident you guys can. Yep. Here you go, just tell everyone about it. Well, to, to compare that as well, you had DC who didn't lift their embargo until days before it was released. For Batman v Superman. Right, okay. So Warner Brothers kept that embargo um, in check until right before the film came. So this is just Disney showing their uh, their big kahunas. Well, and that's the thing, you know, of course, Disney and Marvel, they, they, they're they on a roll at the moment. I mean, Star Wars raking in over, what, 250 mil in opening weekend. Yeah. And if... Civil Zootopia War. was huge as yeah, well. Yeah, Zootopia. Jungle Book opened to over 100 million uh, US as well. And Disney but, but, are on a... But what's really interesting, though, is that they're all separate studios. I mean, you've got Lucasfilm, Marvel. Jungle Book, I think, is the the, the live-action team. Yep, yeah, that's, the, that's the main Disney team. Yeah, so they, they're in charge of, as far as I understand it, bringing old-school cartoons into real life. Is that the idea? Yeah, and Beauty and the Beast is coming out soon as well. I'll tell you what... If Hermione... Ah, uh, yeah, with, that, with old Emma Watson, yeah. old mate. She's a yeah. uh, well. I will say though, if Jungle Book is as good as what I'm initially hearing, and the first reviews that I'm hearing seem to say that people are going, it's really good. I really liked it. And if if that's the case, then all of a sudden, like I remember when they said Beauty and the Beast, like I went, oh really? They're doing that? I did too until they told me Emma Watson was cast as Belle. Yeah, okay. that was the moment I'm like, yeah, but you know who can be Belle? Oh no, that works. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, so. Look, if, they, if but if the if the beast has done well enough as well, that's. Have, have you seen the guest? No, no, I haven't. That's that's your uh, movie homework for the week. <laughs> See the guest. The guest. It's on Netflix. Right. Okay. Um, one of the actors in that, Dan Stevens, is playing yep. the beast. Right. Okay. And he's fantastic. Well, that's right. Well. Well, then that's great, then. I'm very excited. Well, well, I I couldn't tell. (laughs) But I'm always excited, so take that. Anytime it comes to Disney stuff, I think they they deserve our hype at the moment. I mean, yes, they are one of the biggest companies, and a lot of people go, oh, they're so big, but they're doing so well. I mean, they're they're giving us... They're servicing us. They're they're giving us what we want. How is that ever a bad thing? I think we're in the, the, the golden age of superheroes slash big box office movies at the moment. Star Wars was a, just a spectacle to watch. Um, if the CGI holds up like people are saying it does in Jungle Book, then all of a sudden we're just kind of going that photorealistic style 
all of a sudden we can start. I seeing... was questioning how much of it was CG. There were bits that looked like they were genuinely like uh, they'd gone through a jungle and taken some B roll and right. applied some characters to it. Nope, all CG. Right, okay. I believed it was real. It's some of the best CG I think I've ever seen on film. Well, there you go. So, the, well, that. Big call, but it's out there. Well, look, well, you'd hope that after all the amounts of experience that they have, that we could really start to get to that point where we start getting close to that photorealism and we start not only getting to the point where it's CGI for the sake of CGI, it's CGI for the sake of good storytelling yeah absolutely and, you know, that's, and that's what it does the the CGI embraces and tells a good story yeah it's. I feel like that's the best way to tell this story now and so that technology is in use and serving a purpose that's not to be CGI well well, there you go so well that's that's exciting then yep yep well there, there's only uh, there's a couple other little things that have come out as well mm-hmm. John Wick have you seen it I have seen it. That was Keanu one of those. That was one of those movies where I kind of went. You know, I like Keanu Reeves. He gets a bit of a bad rap sometimes. I mean, you know, sometimes he gets, you know, crapped on for his, you know, his voice and stuff. But he's he was badass. And then John he was so badass. And then John people Wick. kind of said, you know, you know, original Neo Matrix, like Matrix Neo. And uh, I was like, yes. It's like, well, let's just say that he's even more badass than John Wick. <laughs> he goes yeah. on, and so I had to see it, and it was absolutely fantastic. I and it was. If you don't know what John Wick is, one, I, I know what it is. No, no, take. But t- as far as like, it's basically a guy is at home with his dog. Well, no, let, let me take it. Let me take I, it. Uh, I think I've got a, I've got a good pitch to to get our, our fans and listeners <laughs> okay. watching the film. Pitch me the movie. Pitch me so. the film. So Keanu Reeves, this this lovely caring guy, he has this uh, beautiful wife who's you know dying of cancer. So she gives him a puppy, a puppy to represent their love, and he takes this this cute little puppy dog. It's this beautiful, beautiful little creature. Um, and she says, you know, raise this and have love. If this, you know, dog's around, then I'm still alive, effectively. Yeah. Then these bad guys come and kill the dog. Action. And then Keanu Reeves gets Kills mad. everyone. Gets mad. <laughs> he so, goes look, to the wall. Action. And I will put this out there straight away. If you can get past the fact that, yes, they kill the dog in the first 20 minutes... Just let that one go, and then you can be with Keanu Reeves as he goes mental. Well, the best part of that film is, after you've killed a puppy dog, suddenly... Everything seems justified. Everything's justified. Yeah. He can kill a hundred guys as long as he's trying to get the person that killed the dog, and you're like, I believe it. And you would, I, go, I'm on, I'm and you would also go, that's not a hundred enough! <laughs> Another hundred. Yeah. Which goes to the next point I'm going to raise... Uh, CinemaCon, which is this giant uh, convention that's held in uh, America every year, yep. where um, they get some critics, some people who are involved in um, the, the cinemas and, and all that. They all, they all kind of meet for a uh, in- industry exclusive event, yep. and they you know release some footage and they release uh, and they talk and the different studios talk about their slates for the the rest of the year. They showed some footage to John Wick too, right? And from what I've heard, it's bananas awesome. As far as I can tell, people keep saying as well that it's not the same thing. Like, he doesn't get a second puppy dog, and they don't kill it again. <laughs> he doesn't get a bunny, he doesn't, he get, doesn't a bunny. get a cat. He does, yeah, he doesn't get a bald eagle, and they kill <laughs> no. the national pride symbol, no. and he goes... It's just, they're set... As far as I can tell, they're set in Rome this time, for whatever reason, and yeah. it just provides a and nice we, new, new and setting. And we also get a little Lawrence Fishburne. 
Oh, you love a little bit of Lawrence Fishburne in these action you movies. You never have you? enough Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> he's a... If you've had enough Lawrence Fishburne, you're doing something wrong. He does. He, he's fantastic to have in there. But that uh, I'm excited for that too. John Wick was one of those movies that it kind of it got hyped by the word of mouth yep. coming into it, which was that you know there wasn't a lot of advertising for it other than there was none. This I is, didn't see a post or a trailer. This is Keanu Reeves being badass, and you need to see it. Is yep. essentially how I was. I was like, all right, well, you know, I like. Both of those things, so let's, let's have a look. It's not a bad combination. No. And that was fantastic. But that's great. I mean, if John Wick 2, I mean, that was kind of like, it almost kind of reminds me of Taken, in the yeah. sense of that Taken was one of those movies that Liam Neeson just did a kind of a, a, a low-budget action movie, yep. and then all of a sudden it became a cult hit, and the only reason they got a second and a third was literally because people went, yeah, they did a... I'm Did confident the quality of this is going to be a little bit better than the Taken sequels, though. Uh, what you, what are, you, are, you not, are you saying the Taken 3 wasn't one of your picks of the year when it came out? <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> we'll, we'll finish up. I've got another little piece of uh, right. tidbit that I want to get your feedback on as well. Um, Jared Leto. Uh, yes. All, there's been uh, tons of news about Jared Leto in the new Suicide Squad movie. They revealed last year that they had to get you know uh, psychologists out to talk to the actors because we obviously had Jared Leto was a little kind of on edge. And now there's been a story, stories that have been coming out that he's been sending sex toys to the cast. <laughs> Taking method acting to a whole new level, essentially. Yeah, no, exactly. Not even essentially. It's, it's the kind of line where I get worried, but hopefully it just... This passion, this, this enthusiasm mm. and insanity he has, as long as I can see it on the screen when the movie comes out... I'll let it slide. Also, if people haven't seen the Suicide Squad trailers yet, they've, yeah. they've teased Jared Leto a little bit more. I mean, yeah. I've seen a couple. I've watched... I think they've released three trailers so far, and I think he only showed up in the second. His laugh was in the first. They showed a scene of him in the second, I think, and then they showed another scene in the third, as far as I'm aware. Um, yeah, so he wasn't really in the teaser except his laugh. You're 100% yeah. right. I think there might have been two scenes, but they're really quick yeah, in the like, second trailer. They're like snapshots. Yeah, and the yeah. third one, a little bit more. So... They're edging him out, but I mean, who who knows what role he's going to play? Is he going to be who the Suicide Squad were assembled to fight? We don't even know if he's the bad guy. Essentially, I mean, well, he's definitely a bad guy. I can tell you that right well, now. Well, yeah, okay, he's a guy. He's a bad guy, and Batman <laughs> is in the movie. Ben Affleck is in the movie. They showed yep, that in the yep, last trailer. Yep. They showed that he's actually grabbing or punching. Well, I think that's all Joker. precursor for the film. I think all these characters got into Arkham and because of Batman. Right. That's that's where I think the connection is, and that's uh, where I think the film's okay. going to start to show how these characters were all captured and put into Arkham. Right. Okay. So I feel like Batman's presence is going to be. Uh, he won't. Small. I'm sure. I don't think he'll be there for long. Yeah. Uh, as far as I just to I, set the tone and add that connective tissue that I think did, will really help the DC. Uh, yeah. Universe out. If people haven't actually seen what he looks like, you you're missing out. He kind of reminds. He's kind of in the middle of Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger. Like yeah. he's. He's not like war paint for the sake, like, you know, Heath Ledger was, he wears war paint and he has scars to protect them. And Jack Nicholson was obviously over, over the top, kind of reminding you of that comic book, you know, the Joker where it's like got the angled yeah. face and things, but well, he's actually it's, kind it's, of, yeah, it's, it's, it's more kind of he's more, Joker, he's, yeah. yeah, he's more pale. He's not really white. He's just very, he's like albino yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Like that's yeah. kind of what it reminds me of. And he's got the, you know, the slick back hair. He's got the tattoos and stuff. I'm excited and to see it. I'm excited I, to I see think, it. I think it'll be... He's no, he, I mean, Mark Hamill's still my Joker. 
If you don't know, Mark Hamill is the voice of the Joker. Full stop. Just, we've got to talk about this as well. I know this is old news, but pe- people don't know about it. The Killing Joke. Oh. Oh. We've got to talk. We, I, we, speaking, of, speaking of Joker, we have to mention it. Just because if you don't know what The Killing Joke is, The Killing Joke is essentially the Joker's origin story. Essentially. It's kind of... It's, it, it's, it's not, but it kind of is... Yeah, yeah, we're both doing that. <laughs> but it's essentially one. It's a. It's one of the most iconic, iconic Joker storylines in the yeah. comics, and they've been given an R rating for yeah. the an American uh, R rating, an American R rating, yeah. which which could still turn out to be an MA fifteen. It still could be R R eighteen in Australia. It just depends I, on where they go. It, with I, it. I think it's likely to be closer to an MA rating over right. here. Um, but yeah, it's it's good news. It means that the source material they're going to go at it. It's going to be dark. It's going to be gritty. Um, obviously, the end of that comic book, if you know it, it's a bit of a thing. Yeah. Um, don't want to spoil it. Go read the book if you haven't. So I'm just really interested to see how that all plays out. But enough enough of this movie talk. Let's talk about some games. Yeah, let's talk about some games. Let's get on to the uh, the eight bit world, as it were. Seeing as what's, we've got... what's been happening right, in the world mate. of games. Okay, so over the last weekend, we've had a couple of little things that happened. So we had the uh, closed beta weekend for Overwatch just happened. Yep. Um, and uh, I actually got my hands on the Overwatch beta. Oh. I was actually at the uh, event that I was at this weekend, which we'll talk about more. But they had a setup with the Overwatch. Overwatch beta, and I actually got to have a go. Tell me about it. Right, so for those, for those people who don't know what Overwatch is, Overwatch is the new title from Blizzard, creators of Warcraft, World of Warcraft, biggest game on Star Earth, Wars? Starcraft, uh, Hearthstone, a number of games, but now they're taking their um, they're taking a leap at the first-person shooter market. But Overwatch is not just a standard Call of Duty kind of get run and gun sort of thing. It is very quick. But it has elements of MOBAs. And MOBAs are games such as League of Legends, Dota, um, those kind of games. How does it draw that balance between that first-person shooter and that MOBA, MOBA kind of a Yes. Yeah, so, so, what, so what it does is, so uh, the way that Overwatch works is it essentially, uh, you have your main gun. and you, yep. So you have your gun, you can left-click and you can fire your gun, do whatever you need to. But then you have a couple of abilities. Depending on the character, you may only have one or two. A couple of them have three or four, but then they really have like a nothing gun, right? They're all about the abilities. And every time you use an ability, you have a cooldown. So, so for example, some of them have, uh, let's say, for example, there's a character called Bastion. And Bastion is essentially a robot, and he can transform himself into a gun, a stationary <laughs> gun, right? So you literally walk up with this 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 guy, and you like click Megatron. a button, and he transforms into a stationary gun, and his gun is so much more powerful than his original. However, the cost of that Firepower is that he is stationary, so if people get around him, they can kill him very easily. Yeah. He can also repair himself. So basically, you do. There's another character, such uh, let's just say another. There's a character called Reaper, and Reaper is a close combat gun uh, slinger. He looks awesome. He, I've seen hits of him, and he looks amazing. Reaper is like he's got like a white. He's got like the Punisher. Like yeah. the, it looks like the lo- Punisher logo from the mar- on his face. But he gets up close and he shoots. He also has like an ability where he can teleport, and if you use that ability, you have to wait ten seconds to teleport again, which is a long time. Which right? is a lot in that kind of gaming world, you know, that is an eternity. One second is a long time, let alone ten. Yeah, exactly. So, I've I've said this to a couple of my friends, but this is the first game in a long time that I'm looking at getting opening weekend and paying full seventy dollars for. Wow! It is 
honestly that good of a game wow. from my initial from my initial play that I'm going to get this on the opening. You get me a little excited over here. It is honestly fantastic, and the open beta. Um, we'll just touch on that. That is going in May, the first weekend of May, four days. Um, I think it's the second till the fifth. Yeah. So it's open. It's for anyone to play. And if you have an internet connection, I would highly recommend downloading it, giving it a try for free. Yeah. If you're not into it, it is very fast. We'll but keep very everyone fun. updated about that as well. So we will, we'll let yeah. everyone know at least a, a, another week before. But first, in, it's, first it's, impressions. Big thumbs up. That's fantastic. Big thumbs up. Uh, what was everyone saying about it? Was it just you who was excited? Uh, was actually, was a... I was actually playing with uh, one of my friends. Um, he came down from Queensland. We were actually swapping every five or so deaths. And he was on the same boat as me, like watching each other play and just kind of going, there's probably a whole cast of nearly 25 people, each with their own array of weapons and skills. Oh, ca- characters, 25 Yeah, yeah, characters. 25 okay. different characters. So you've wow. Got, like, you've got attackers, defenders. Instead guys. of like six or yeah, four. Yeah, exactly. There is a hu- and each of them are very unique in their play style. And it is, look, I, we'll, as you said, we'll talk about it more as we come, come closer to the actual beta weekend. But it is, oh, this is going to be one of the one of the best competitive games released in uh, this year. You've got me really excited. You've got me really excited. Speaking of betas, let's move on to the Doom beta. Do you know much about Doom? (laughs) Please. Okay, I know. I'm insulted. Kind of rhetorical. I'm leaving. (laughs) Kind of rhetorical. Kind of not. I know that you've played it, but for those of you who don't know, Doom is the uh, baby of id Software. Um, it's probably one of the most iconic games. At least not a baby in, anymore. Not a baby. <laughs> the last time they released a Doom, it was Doom 3 in 2006 or 2004, I think it was. And that kind of got mixed reviews. Doom has always been really known for its single-player campaign. However, yep. now they've uh, released the beta in uh, for its multiplayer. And Danny, I'm afraid to say the reviews aren't good. On Steam, so it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been beta weekend. So they have over twelve thousand reviews on Steam. Yep. On Steam, you can give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yep, yep. It currently is sitting at about sixty-five to seventy percent of negative reviews. What are people saying? Why, why is it such a uh, so? Down? There's a couple. There's a couple of things. People seem to say that there is this trend of making games more, and I use this in quotes. Console-y. Air quotes, yeah. Yeah, air quotes. And so the idea of that being is that it feels more like this is a game that they're designing that would be good for having on consoles yep. and not necessarily for the PC game. A lot of people are kind of saying it doesn't feel like it was the Doom that we grew up with. Feels very much... Which was a PC game, obviously. For yeah, and it was fantastic. I mean, that was like, you know, the multiplayer was fantastic. Now, it must be said that the guys developing the game, uh, developing the multiplayer side of this game, are the guys who made the multiplayer for Halo and Call of Duty. And that's kind so of you kind of expect that arcade yes. so console Exactly right. So people not really liking the Doom at the moment, but it is on, to be said it is only beta. However, yep. in this day and age, beta kind of means demo. Yeah. But not really demo because it's, when you it's when, close. Well, because when you put the tag demo onto something, and that's essentially what beta is now. Yeah. It's well, quite, it's, I, I don't play a lot of demos anymore. I, well, I, I, I well for good reason, because there's actually a lot of studies out there that actually say that if you put demo on something, it can actually cut your sales by half. Because the idea of a demo to people, like you, let's say, for example, uh, uh, Star Wars, uh, let's just say Star Wars released a new game, right? Yep. And you then play a I'm demo, excited. you play. <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't be talking about it. I'll excite myself. But, uh, <laughs> but let's say, for example, you play a demo, and the demo kind of then becomes... 
in your mind, you kind of go, well, this is all there is to the game. It's a representation of the game. Yeah, this is the game. And if you don't like it, you're going to go, nah, sorry, I'm out. But that's only 10 minutes of what could be a 20-hour campaign. Or longer. And, or longer in the case of games such as Witcher or Fallout, where you keep going back and you can hundreds see and hundreds, hundreds of, of thousands yeah. of those games. So that's why they use this tag of beta now, yeah. because then it kind of, in your mind, kind of goes, well, it's only beta. Yeah. They're not finished. This it's going to get better. Yeah, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. But uh, the beta, uh, but this beta, they've got a lot of work to do in software. But that's all right. Um, but uh, in terms of uh, things, I'm going to try and get this segue going. In terms of things getting better, segue. RuneScape. Yeah. Do you know what RuneScape is? I know of it. I've never played it. RuneScape. I, I'm, I'm basically a, a RuneScape virgin, so you have to take this segment a little slow for me. All right, let, let's slow it down. Let's take it back. Let's be gentle. So, RuneScape. <laughs> Oh, God, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Sing to me softly. <laughs> oh, oh we've, uh, I can't believe it. It's only episode one, and this is where we're already at. Uh, okay, it's so... longer than I expected. It's been one half now. Oh, God. Right, so RuneScape. RuneScape is essentially the precursor to Warcraft, and I mean that yeah. very loosely. RuneScape is a multiplayer RPG. It's, yep. it's one. It was online before World of Warcraft was, and it was a very it was an isometric kind of game. So you'd always have that kind of up in the corner looking down. The camera could move. Like the SNES style? Not really. It, it did have 3D graphics, so you could oh, change cool. it. But because it at this point, this had to be early 2000s, early 2003, 2004. Um, it would kind of be up high and you can move it around, but it always kind of generally stayed in this one camera angle. Sure. And so, that's, but it was Diablo. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's oh, a very good, yeah, okay. Diablo okay. type of graphics. So, right. um, and it was, it was just an RPG, you know, very okay. basic, nothing like World of Warcraft. It didn't, I don't know if it had much end game content at the time, Yeah. but, um, it was written in Java. So Java was all the rage in the early 2000s <laughs> and, uh, it's now kind of dying since yes. no one supports Java anymore because everyone is writing stuff in HTML5. Yeah. Yeah. And so what they've done is they've rewrote the entirety of the graphics engine for RuneScape. Apparently, there's still a community going that's pretty. That's still playing this game. They have to be. If they've yeah. rewritten an and they've now rewritten, rewritten the entire graphics uh, set in C plus plus. So apparently, it looks really. It looks a lot like it's got a very. Um, uh, it's got a very interesting aesthetic to it. So, so what's the style like? Um, so it's kind of imagine Team Fortress Two type of oh, that kind okay. of bright colors. Uh, not a lot of hard edges to it. Um, very kind of uh, Zeldery, yeah, kind of, yeah, that kind of stuff. It's it's kind of cartoon yeah, direction. Yeah, it's not really trying to be like fantasy. It's just trying to be like it's cute. Yeah, it's cute essentially. With yeah. and alone that, so that that's probably the best way. So they're still going, and now they've released the graphics engine. It's called NXT. Yep. So next engine, which is pretty good. <laughs> so you know, not trying. Well, they're you missing know, a vowel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to talk old, to me. Old room They're scoop. missing a vowel. Room scoop. <laughs> <laughs> let's room keep, scoop. Let's keep, let's keep the theme going. But um, look, we'll get on to we'll get on to some newer games. Yeah. Um, so Rust. Yeah. Let's get on to Rust. Have you ever, have you ever seen Rust? Yes, I have seen Rust. So have you played Rust? I've played a little bit, but not much at all. I've seen you play it though. As well. Yeah, yeah. Some people. Well, they would have seen it on my uh, on the YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we'll plug those at the end. I'm not going to plug that now. But um, it'll come. In time. Yeah, it'll come in time. It'll come. But essentially, Rust is a mixture of Minecraft yep. and Daisy. 
Yeah. Now, a Rust originally was a zombie survive, a zombie horror survival game, set in like a Minecraft world generation crafting sort of world. Yeah. They've kind of gotten rid of the zombies. They don't really care about the zombies anymore because they realise the player interaction is more was a lot better. Anyway, yeah. so they're kind of getting rid of the zombies. But what they've just forced is that if you play the game through Steam, Steam being Valve's uh, game portal. If you don't know what Steam is, I'm very concerned. What? If you're listening to this podcast and you don't know what Steam is, honestly, you should go and download it. And let's just say... Stop the podcast. We'll never say that again, but stop the podcast. Go download it. Download Steam and then come back. Lock your wallet in a safe. (laughs) And (laughs) my poor, poor wallet during their Steam sales. Oh, don't even get me started. But... So everyone has a unique ID in Steam, right? So yeah. you get your unique ID. Sure. And what they've done is in Rust is they've assigned a gender and a skin color yeah. to your Steam ID. 50% of the players have now been turned into females mm-hmm. and fifty and 25%, so a quarter of them, are now black females. Yeah. So what they've done is they've said, they've just said, you know, out of us two, they've gone, Danny, you know, you were a white male. You're now a black female. And that's it. You can't change your character anymore. You are literally just a black female. And if you've played Rust, you start completely bare naked, right? <laughs> so, so there's you naked do, women running There around are naked now. women. Well, there are filters, so you can actually blur them out. And so they kind of, you know, don't seem like fully naked. But it, it's divided players because people are kind of going... I don't want to be a female yeah. and then because you could be a guy who's forced to play as a female and then you're subjected to actually some of that abuse that females actually get online wow. right wow. because some, not everyone uses their mic the mic is important and it if you because uh, you can communicate you can communicate with, with each other and players. it is actually very important because the way that it works is that if we get further away from each other if I talk to you in game you might actually voice becomes softer it actually yeah. tries to do that whole distance thing which is really good it actually works so a lot of people are actually a little concerned about this because forcing people to play as a female it's actually kind of bringing some of that sexism to the surface yeah it's changing their gameplay because there are people who are coming up and they're going you know this is a woman and then you know this is kind of uh, one of the uglier sides of gaming is that you know some people will like you know there are a lot of prepubescent teenage boys out there and even not teenage you know young twenties and all those kind of guys who you know see a girl in gaming and instantly will try to add her on on their on their friends list and yeah. you know not abuse her but kind of wow. not even like it's like a light stalking but yeah. not really and it's that really weird it's thing just, it's, it's it's unwarranted aggression. Yeah, exactly. That really, kind of like, thing. That's you know. what it seems like. It's it's yeah, and because people go, oh, you know, girls don't play games, which so <laughs> facto they'll don't even get me started on that argument, but they do. Yeah. Um, and it, I think it's absolutely staggering. I'm actually I'm actually just going to put this point out there. If you play Candy Crush, you're a gamer. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually you know it's like if you play if you download any games on your iPad, your yeah. iPhone, the App Store, your mobile, you're a gamer. Or play Nintendo games. Play Nintendo games. You, DS. Yeah, Wii, DS, gamers. iPad, anything, right? And yeah. and the actual average age of gamers these days is actually in mid to late twenties. Twenty five to thirty wow. is actually this the where most gamers are, and it kind of makes sense a little bit if you think about it yeah. because our generation, because we're in our late twenties as well, we kind of grew up in the golden age of 
console after console after console, and then you <laughs> a get new better. console every Play- two years. PlayStation, PlayStation Two, Xbox One, Wii, right? You know, and even like back into the days of I was introduced to gaming on the Commodore sixty four, yeah, um, and even back on the old DOS computers and yep. you know, playing all that kind of stuff. I, I, Atari, I started on an Atari. I had a Sega Mega Drive. My first ever console was the Sega Sega Mega Drive or Genesis. If you're an if you're a international listener because <laughs> that always gets me confused with the uh, I still remember Alex the Kid I still remember my well, alright we're going to take a, bit, a little bit of a tangent here but what was the first <laughs> game that you ever completed oh wow um, I think the first game I ever like fully completed yep. might have been Mortal Kombat oh yeah I don't know if that counts no that counts that, I mean, does that count yeah I think that counts because you had, like to fight your way through those top ladders there was at least 30 battles you had to work your I way through I had to fight Goro I had to fight Chang Raiden I was the, playing as Raiden ah uh, you were a good old Raiden character First game I ever completed, yep. Toy Story on no. the Sega Mega Drive. Wow. There was one level that uh, me and my brothers, we just struggled on with, <laughs> which was um, the the scene in Toy Story where Sid takes Buzz out of the, you know, the alien, the alien pit yep. where he gets the, yep. cl- the, claw, the claw level. Yep. That level nearly killed me as a little kid. <laughs> Ten-year-old Neva going, I'm gonna finish this level. And back in those days, there were no save points. Yep. We had practically memorised the fast path to that level with trying to keep three lives. And once I completed it, the next the rest of that game felt like nothing. And yep. we smashed it, but that was fantastic. I've got a lot of games on the Sega that I didn't and couldn't finish. Oh, there were so many of those yep. as well, but... All right, but uh, look to to kind of close out um, the last thing. Speaking of uh, uh, speaking of the age gap and uh, the uh, uh, gaming and all that stuff, uh, Microsoft has just released a, a statement this week, um, and they're calling this generation of people the Minecraft generation. Oh, and basically, okay. Minecraft is still selling ten thousand copies. A day. How is that even possible? Doesn't everybody already own Minecraft? Yes, they that's do. That's staggering that, to me. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you don't know, Microsoft bought um, Mojang. Yes, they bought yes, Minecraft yeah. off Mojang for something like $4 billion. It was staggering how much money they paid for this game. And people were like, oh, surely it's past its life now. And because if you don't know, Minecraft initially released in alpha back in 2008. Yeah. It was like at least six years ago now. And then yeah. they just kept building on it and kept releasing it. But they the the um, multiplayer was so solid that people were playing it in alpha, just making things. And it is essentially Lego for adults. It's a, it's a Lego sandbox. That's, yeah, absolutely. But, That's why uh, I like it. Essentially, they're saying the average player of Minecraft is 28 and 29, okay. and women make up 40% of all players on wow. Minecraft. That is is pretty staggering. I can believe that because my sister's playing on their iPad and they love it. Yeah, and that, that's where a lot of the sales come from as well. Is that not only... It's not necessarily... I don't think 10,000 PC sales are happening a day. Or console sales. All console. I think it's actually in the mobile region. Yeah. And I think that's where their biggest... Where they're still getting it. So that doesn't really surprise me at all that it's still making 10,000 days. And the reason why it's still I'm going... I'm still impressed. The modding community. The, yeah. mod, the modding community is what kept that game afloat. There are games, so... It's built for mods. I feel like it's... Well, uh, let, me, let, let me tell you about my couple of my favourite mods in Minecraft. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The first one is a game called Four Walls. Yeah. And so that's basically a game where you have a, qu- a square, yep. and the square is separated into four quadrants, yep. each separated by a wall. Yeah. Right? You and a team of people then are given basic supplies. Sure. 
you then have to craft stuff. Yep. And in 15 minutes, the walls of your of the quadrants will drop. Yeah. And when they do, you have to kill the other quadrants. Oh, wow. So you start with a very limited things. You have to build up your armory, and there are chests and stuff, and you can make traps and things to try and get people to come kill you. And then when the walls drop, you then got to go and kill them. I think we should end this podcast because I want to have a go at that right well, now. Well, no, wait. I, I've got a couple more for you. It gets you. better. It gets, it gets better. better. Okay. All right. Do you know a little movie called The Hunger Games? <laughs> have you ever wished that you could be Katniss Everdeen running through the fields? Constantly, just... but maybe not for the reason you think. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever think of that, there that is a, one, oh. of, one of the biggest mods is the Hunger Games mod, yeah. where they literally people have custom built maps specifically wow. just for Hunger Games sort of thing. So you start in a circle, you then, you know, you are dropped into the world, and yep. then you've got to kill everyone else, be the last man standing. And all of a sudden, this game, from which is, a lot of people know it as, oh, you just, you you, you mine stuff, and yeah. you craft stuff, and yeah. then you build a house, and what else is there to do? This game all of a, all of a sudden takes on a competitive edge to it, yeah. and it just makes this game a little bit more I've fun. always enjoyed the, the combat. Yeah, in, in Minecraft. Well, it's really it's so simple, but it, I like it. Yeah, and so that's that's um, that's pretty much how it goes. The, the final one, which I really enjoy, yeah. and um, if you've ever heard of the Yogs Cast, they're a YouTube channel. They they've shown this one. There's essentially uh, get uh, get the bricks. Essentially, I can't remember if that's the name, but it's essentially it's a race yeah. where you and uh, another team you you have parallel kind of obstacle courses, if you will. And you then have to then get one of each of these bricks somehow. Yeah. So like it could be you get a wool brick and it's over there and you need to get this gold brick. And it's like it, it all of a sudden you can see the other team and you can shoot the other team as well as they're trying wow. to get it. But they can do the same with you. And it's a race to see who can get these bricks first. Wow. And all, you know they're all custom built maps. So Minecraft is still as big as it was and you know I bigger it seems if they're still selling 10,000 copies a day which does with seem with the already established uh, user base it's I think just I, I'm fairly certain they've sold at least over 100 million copies I, I, I don't think that would be staggering to say I mean if they're selling 10,000 a day I mean if you think uh, uh, he's going to do uh, Danny's going to find out for us he's going he's to do this search for us yeah <laughs> How many copies? How many copies how has Minecraft sold, Danny? I don't know. I'm asking Google now. Google's going to tell us. Ding. Google's a lot smarter than us. Do you have any music we can play over the top? I'll probably just cut it and post. Oh, okay. I've got, <laughs> I've got the figures here. So um, it looks like, um, as of, well, it's, it's some old figures anyway, but the 360 version has sold over 12 million copies. Um, Minecraft Pocket Edition has sold over... 21 million copies. And so Minecraft Pocket being your iPad apps and your things for your phone? Yeah, yeah. So that's over 21. Uh, and then the PlayStation 3. So this was about five weeks after that had already sold 1 million copies. So that's only consoles and your Pocket Edition. That's, that's not, not even, even PC. PC. So I wouldn't I would, wouldn't hesitate to say I reckon they'd be closing in pretty, like at least over the 50 million at least. Oh, over 60. Over in, 60. As of 2014... Um, it's over 60 million copies have been sold in time. There you go. So if that's two years ago. <laughs> I reckon it wouldn't surprise me if they're closing in on the that big, big number. That's no. nine digits right there. So that's that, crazy. So that's the Minecraft. And the final piece of news that we have for gaming this week, 
World of Warcraft, we touched on it. They still have one of the biggest player bases. I think it's dropped down to about 8 million players now, which yep. is still nothing to laugh at. I mean, that's $8 million times 30 every month, yep. just in active subscriptions towards World of Warcraft. Plus, there's a nice big piece of advertising coming for that game pretty soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. The movie. The movie. I cannot wait to actually talk about that on an upcoming episode. That's that, going to be a lot be of fun. That'll be very fun. Um, is the new release, is the new World of Warcraft game release syncing up with no that? it's actually not it's actually being released in August okay um, the expansion's called Legion it was only announced I think today or yesterday yep um, so this is the fifth expansion I think Burning Crusade Wrath of the Lich King uh, then there's two Cataclysm other. Cataclysm was, was one, one and I think there was one other there was which I don't remember uh, oh, oh, it's alright you know this is it's only our first episode <laughs> people can rage us in the comics but um, this is I think so the fourth or their fifth piece of uh, it'll increase the level cap once again well into the, I think 115 or so it's big like you know it's 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 really big um, and um, they're going to be adding in some obviously new content. Um, I think there's a graphics update coming with it as well, but I don't know if that's. You'd think so. It's I don't. A I don't think ten-year-old game. Well, right? uh, well, they did have a big graphics release with it a couple uh, last year, yeah. and it wouldn't surprise me if they do it again. Just I don't think it'll be actually part of the yeah. CD. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's the week in gaming news, and um, there was a lot more to get there. Uh, there's a lot more coming, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. So. Look, let's um, let's get off the news and uh, let's let's have a quick chat. Let's have a little bit of a chat about what we are. So we're actually we're, we're going to assign some homework, optional homework, but things but not that, optional, <laughs> but not optional for any of our listeners out there. We're going to basically we'd like to rec we're going to recommend to you uh, over the next week some things that we think uh, you know that you should play, you should watch, yep, things like that. Um, Obviously, you know, it, we'll probably talk about these more in depth later onwards, but uh, we all each have their reasons why we should. But let's start out with um, continuing with the movies first this week. Danny, in the lead up, uh, you know, what do you think we should be watching this week? What, what, what do you reckon is uh, required watching? Required watching for this week is a bit of a marathon. Oh, it's a, oh, we're it's starting, a bit of a marathon. Well, you're starting them off pretty big. We're starting, starting pretty them off big. big. Well, we've got a big film coming out next week. We have Captain America, Civil War coming out next week. Yes. But before you jump straight into that, it's all about the context. It's a giant TV series, the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this yep. point. So I'm recommending people catch up on their Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. The whole thing or just... Spit, well, the whole thing if you've got time, but <laughs> if you don't have time for that amount of movies. <laughs> I'll list a few which I think are going to be important. And, and this is in, in order as well. Okay. So these are the characters that are directly in Captain America Civil War. Okay. And we'll flesh that world and that story out a little bit. So we're going to start with uh, Iron Man. Yep. Iron Man 2. Captain America. Yep. Avengers. Avengers, yep. Iron Man 3. Okay. Captain America Winter Soldier. Jump over to some Avengers Age of Ultron. Which is now available on Netflix. Yep, and we'll finish up with a little Ant-Man. You're not going to like me. I still haven't seen Ant-Man. Well, I now mean, you've got your homework. Now I've got There's my no homework. Now, now, I've got, now I've got to watch Ant-Man before next week. Yeah. Which is probably a great excuse for me to now start watching all these uh, these movies. The which ones I that I've just listed for us. See, that was the thing. When, I, when, I, when Ant-Man came out, I just wasn't hyped for it, right? It not I, don't I, go in hyped. It's it's a very simple film. It feels more like an Iron like Iron Man one than anything. It's mm. this very small, very isolated film. I, I I mean I didn't love it when I first saw it, 
but I've seen it a few times since, and it's kind of it's it's charming. It's it's grown on me since then, and I, I actually really like it. The more I've well, seen it. Well, we both we both had a look at the uh, at the reviews for Civil War, and people keep saying that Hank Pym and Ant Man is Scott Lang. Is sorry, Scott Lang. Sorry, I should say Scott Lang. He's pretty cool. In yeah. That. So if if he and you know Phil uh, uh, Rudd, he's Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. I'm just, I'm, I'm just. See, look, this is why you're the movie it's guy. Big, yeah. This is why you're the movie That's guy. <laughs> We're 52 minutes. Here. We're doing all right. Between the two of us, so we've got enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, P Rudd. Form uh, a old, conversation. Old mate P Rudd. <laughs> um, he look as far you know he's that's his bread and butter. He's wise cracking. Yep. And, um, you know, I do like how they take these kind of comedians and turn them into the superheroes. I mean... It works! Yeah, it so. really works! Well, well, that's the thing. The comic books, they are smart asses. That's yeah. the point. But, I mean, and the other thing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe that I think is so exciting, you mm. know, with Captain America just around the corner, is... And I've changed my mind frame of it. It's a joint TV series where we get a new episode every few months. And the episode's yeah. here, it's there, and... If you don't like Iron Man, you're probably not going to like Iron Man 2. I guarantee you're probably not going to like Avengers too much. But if you go with them on that journey and yeah. take each film as an episode in this giant world, it, it pays off with the Avengers films. Yeah. It'll, based off the reviews that have been coming out, it's going to pay off with um, Civil War as well. I think that, that's actually a really interesting way of looking at it. I think... The, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the first of its kind. There, it is. It, 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 it People is. are trying to copy it because it's so insanely successful. And that's the thing. I like you know, just a quick tangent there. That's I, my, uh, Batman versus Superman. They're just yeah. trying. They're trying to force it to the point where they can catch up with. Well, Avengers, they went but... straight to a you know a, a, the you know a season finale. Yeah. Whereas Marvel worked up to it before there was an Avengers level well, they're, film. They're there was all... Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Thor. Yeah. And Hulk. They're, they're, all, they're already doing production work on Justice League. Yeah. So that just shows you how... Started production. Yeah. I, was, I was think it was yesterday, I think it was. Was it? I think it was, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. So surprise they've me. already started production. But So there's, there is your uh, required viewing for this week. Well, well, what should we be playing this week? When, right. they're not, when they obviously have finished watching all their movies, yes. what are they going to be playing? Well, you know what? I'm not going to give them something as heavy as you are. And I'm generally going to be... I'm generally going to... Um, uh, let me start yeah, again. Yeah. I'm generally going to uh, say that you should play games that are either on special um, or that... Uh, are like cheap. They're, they're cheapish, right? I'm not generally going to uh, recommend those $70 games. Yeah. Uh, I personally don't really buy games at that price point anymore. I've been burned too many times. Yeah. <sighs> a la Brink. If you've ever played Brink, you'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway, this week... <laughs> uh, it was basically Overwatch, but not as good as Overwatch. Let's yeah. put it that way. All right, so this week on special, we have at 75% off, we have Limbo. Limbo at $2.49. I haven't played that, but I'm really excited to. Yep, so, yeah, uh, well, here now you go. A, now it's on special, Danny, get on it. It's no only $2.49. That is American, but Steam will automatically transfer it, so you're looking at only about 3 bucks there. But for those of you who don't know what Limbo is, Limbo is a 2D... Uh, platformer, but it is based around uh, the idea of this kid goes into a dream state, or he's you don't know if he's dead, you kind of think he is, but it's a platforming game, it's all based around black and the shades of black there's only black and white, there's barely any colour, I don't even think there is any colour in it, it's all black and white. No, like the, I've seen some trailers and, and bits, because I've been really excited to play yeah. it, 
and yeah, it's all, it looks like this beautiful kind of uh, silhouette. Yeah, Organ actually, that's actually that's the best way like to say it. Beautiful silhouette. The, the the main character, the kid that you play as, he literally is a black silhouette with white eyes. Ooh. That's and it's it's not very fast. It's very slow paced. It requires accuracy, yeah. and it will it will make you feel uncomfortable at times. There is one scene which people probably have seen it, and if you haven't, it's not spoiling anything. So I don't haven't. worry. But it is basically there is a scene where you are being chased by a spider, but the spider is just off screen, and then as you're moving, the leg kind of keep up and you just change your mind I'm not going to play this game it's very <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I'll tell you what I'm not a fan of spiders either but it is it is honestly worth it once okay. you'd like you're at your keyboard going come on what are you doing <laughs> right you know all these funny things that you know and <laughs> highly recommended my second game and I'm keeping on the platforming uh, the platformer platforming week this week yep um, is going to be a game called Shovel Knight Shovel Knight is only about two years old, and this game, unlike Limbo, kind of takes us back to the retro feel. It's Ooh. all kind of pixelated art. It is very quick. It is kind of reminiscent of, I guess you could say, Mario Brothers uh, back on the Super Nintendo. Yep, yep. But essentially, you're a knight who wields a shovel. And that is your weapon. Okay. And hence why well, it's, you it's are, a well-named game. Then. Hence why you are Shovel Knight. Yeah. And you then use your shovel to defeat en- en- uh, enemies... And it is a very good platformer. Now, that's currently uh, 33% off on Steam. It's currently going for $10.04. Yep. So that is a bit more of your upper yeah, upper class if kind of game. If you're really looking to you know, throw down some cash. Yeah, exactly. spending close to $10. There is a lot of replayability there. Really? It is, okay. um, it's one of those games where you, you play the game and you have a lot of fun that kind of like the Mario Brothers, you go back and then you're like, I can beat this level quicker or I can do it in better ways and I can... And as you start learning more techniques and you start doing things, you kind of like, let's go back and let's let's try and get it going. And right. I, so that's what I would recommend um, f- for the gaming corner this week. I would highly recommend you must play Limbo, but yeah. for your extra credits, I think Shovel Knight is the way to go there. <laughs> your extra credit assignment, yeah. Yeah, but Danny, it looks like we're coming to the end of the podcast. Oh, it's been so much fun. I can't believe it's already been an hour. Like It's like, uh, honestly, we could chat about the MCU for hours and we'll hours. Have, we'll do an MCU special. I think we, we brought, well, yeah, when, when Civil War comes out, that's pretty much... Nine days! That's what... <laughs> whoa, calm down, boy. You've got time. I think Civil War is going to be the one that, when that comes out, that is practically going to be our movie news corner. That is the movie news that, corner. That is, that is the movie news. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, Danny, you mentioned you have a YouTube channel. What social media should they be following you at? Um, they should find me anywhere where they can... Uh, well, just go to danandmitch.com. Yep. And that'll redirect you to my YouTube page, where you can find there's a bunch of links for Facebook... We're on Instagram. Yep. We're uh, on Twitter. So find us and uh, talk to us. Yep. All right. And uh, if you also don't know, Danny is an author as well. Check out his book, uh, Mal Winter and the Cloud Runners. Yep. So go check that out. And uh, you keep telling me that uh, you're hard writing on that second book. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I swear it's coming. But check out, check out Cloud Runner, uh, uh, Mal Winter and the Cloud Runners. Good read. Um, it's. Uh, it's uh, highly recommended. I, I really enjoyed it, and I think uh, I think you will too. Find me, though, on Twitter as well. I'm at GameStarNeba. Um, we didn't talk about the eSports weekend, but that's fine. We will. Uh, that's not really gaming news. That's just kind of my... my that's just my, fun. Yeah, that's just fun. That's what I do. Go SQL Gaming, winning the Rocket League Australian Champions. That's all I'll say. Congrats to you, boys. So find me on Twitter, at GameStarNeba. My YouTube channel is NebaTV. Um, and uh, that's where I'll be posting up 
you will actually find this uh, podcast. You'll also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. We'll make sure that uh, they all go up um, for your easy listening needs. Other than that, guys, uh, thank you very much for joining in, uh, tuning in for our first uh, episode of another nerdy podcast with Nebra and Danny. This has been fun. I'm it's been a, great. I'm looking forward to doing this every week. This is going to be great fun. Uh, we've got to go. I've got to have dinner. I'm absolutely starving. And you've just come back from the gym, so you also must be really starving. I'm hungry as well. And we need to get out of this stink box. So we'll see you guys <laughs> next week on another nerdy podcast. Take care, guys. Yep.